morning, I'm joined by Marilyn Learmakers, who is the president of Link National and the founder of Link Yarra Valley, um, a ministry she's been involved in for 30 years or more. And uh, it's a really unique ministry that links the church with the needs in their local community. Uh, and that's one of the foundational things that we try to encourage here at Movement Australia, encouraging the church to get outside the four walls and to meet the needs of their local community. Uh, so it's a real honour and privilege to chat with Marilyn this morning. Good morning, Marilyn. Good morning. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for your time. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, for the uninitiated and the ignorant, of which I am one, can you define what is LINK? Okay, well, LINK, to start with, is an acronym for Love in the Name of Christ. And LINK is a ministry which engages churches to work together in their local communities to meet the needs of the um, people who are marginalised mm -hmm. or vulnerable in some way. So it's not only getting church members outside the four walls and into the community, but it's also getting churches to work together in unity um, as they do that. And that, to me, is, a, is one of the remarkable features of LINK, where churches actually join together in a network and um, work out what their own strengths and ministries are and gifts that they are able to offer to the community and they are coordinated through a link referral centre so that when a person has a need such as transport or emergency food relief or uh, loneliness, whatever it might be, that need can be assessed in the link referral centre by trained volunteers and then they match it with a volunteer for one of the, from one of the participating churches. So it takes the burden of assessment off the church and off church leaders and provides a, um, a professional assessment by well-trained and resourced volunteers and then just matches the need to the person, uh, to a volunteer from a local church. So they have an inventory of all the volunteers and what they're volunteering for, and they can match up those needs. So it's a very, to me, one of the things that drew me to the LINK model was that it was a very efficient way of using church resources in a community. And often resources are limited and capacity of churches may be limited in terms of people to assess and, and do all those administrative tasks. So this provides that central link referral centre, local community referral centre, and then it uses the church's resources in a very um, efficient way. So how would a church or churches get involved in link? Okay, well, if it's a community where there's already a link um, network happening, and there are now 10 of those around Australia on the eastern seaboard of Australia, um, they approach a local network and see if they could um, become a part of that network. Um, if it's a community where we don't have a presence, then uh, the first step would be to, um, well, contact Think National and um, let us have a chat with them and talk about talking with other church leaders and if there are two or three or four that are interested in that um, idea of churches working together, 
um, to meet those needs in the community, then Link National would walk them through that process of setting up their own Link network in the community. So it, you do need two or three or four churches, uh, preferably three or four or more, to start a network. But as I say, if it happened to be in an area where, or close by to an area where there is a link network, it would just be a matter of joining up with that network. And in terms of the churches working together, how does that happen practically? I mean, you talk about, um, you know, the link um, coordinator sort of functioning as a mediator between the needs of the community and the churches. Mm -hmm. How do the churches, what's the unity aspect of that apart from, you know, signing up together to be part of the network? How do they practically work together? Well, they work together. um, So each link affiliate's got its own um, management committee or board. So there's a member, a representative, sometimes a pastor, sometimes not, um, from each church on the management committee. So they're working together. They're meeting monthly together to to, um, manage the um, link um, work. So they've got that that side of it where they're together in management. They um, often pray together. We have prayer coordinators who might be in contact with each of those churches to put out prayer points for the affiliate. Um, it's not really another job for the pastor. I think it's more about engaging the um, congregation in ministry. And look, volunteers work together from across different churches. You might have um, a backyard blitz going on, someone who badly needs something cleaned up or they're going to be booted out. So you might have, you know, five different denominations represented working in that backyard blitz. So it's really an opportunity for people to, um, to meet people from their fellow denominations in the community and work alongside them. In fact, look, if I'm allowed to tell a quick story, but Absolutely. I many, many, many years ago, 30 years ago, um, Link was very new in the Yarra Valley and uh, it, it was quite a new concept, all these churches working together. And we had a lady who was a member of a local church and uh, she was very, very ill. She was dying of cancer and desperately wanted to stay at home with her boys as long as she could. And, look, her church looked after her magnificently. There's no two ways about it. Oh, wonderful. But there came a time when more was needed. And so they contacted Link and said, you know, we kind of need someone out there. She she didn't have a partner. Um, She was on her own. Kind of need someone out there with her 24-7. And so Link organised a roster of volunteers from across the board all of the churches who would go out and stay with her and the boys around the clock at her home where she wanted to be. And it was kind of neat because you suddenly had, and I'm not not casting aspersions, but at the time it was interesting because you kind of had the, you know, perhaps the Catholic with the um, Pentecostal or the... um, um, independent Baptist, all working together, meeting together and sort of discovering, hey, you know, this, this serving God through serving people is something we all have in common. Our, our um, doctrines may differ, 
but this is a common thing that we are to serve as Christ served. Mm. And so it was really beautiful to see that people across all these denominations that normally wouldn't really interact too much coming together and loving and serving this woman. So I'll, I'll never forget that. It was the first experience of saying there are no barriers here. Mm. There are no barriers. We are all Christians and we're all united in how we serve God. So I think that was really special. That is special. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, you know, when you have varying denominations that have different theological approaches or viewpoints on, you know, on a whole bunch of different issues, has that ever, in your experience, been a barrier to working together and serving the community? No, not really, because I guess, you know, we, we have a set of core values for Link um, that churches if they're joining the network and they're just basic Christian values I don't go into all sorts of different areas but they're the basic Christian values and that's what we say these are the things that we agree on together that we will respect and honor these values mm. so we've not really um had had an issue like yeah we haven't had an issue where some you know sort of just I can't agree with those values because they are basically the Christian basic values about yeah. who we are, what is, and and who we follow. So, then, to my knowledge, there hasn't been any real issues um, mm. around differing doctrines getting in the way. Mm. Very good. I think good. we've all got that common agreement that Christ called us to serve one another yeah. and to love one another, mm. and that's the focus of what we do. Now, if you're a community member and you have a need, how would you know about Link or, um, you know, how does Link promote itself or make yeah. itself known to the community? Yeah, so each um, Link affiliate is strongly encouraged to become part of a community um, service network and a lot of communities have, um, you know, a monthly or bi-monthly meeting where service providers all come together and talk about what they're doing and so on. So. We strongly advise our, our link networks to have a present, presence in those community networks. Um, they advertise through local radio, local paper. They have pamphlets in doctor's surgeries and other places where people gather. So they do their local promotion in their local community, yeah, just getting the word out there. And word of mouth, I guess, is one of the, the biggest um strong references for link but certainly yeah talking making sure that they're part of a community um, service providers network and local council getting involved with making sure local council know about them and so on it's really a matter of just getting getting the word out there getting literature out there yeah hmm. and for volunteers from various congregations who are you know um, wanting to be involved what kind of skills or training is required to um to participate well they need look skills will vary as the needs also vary hugely and um but certainly some people skills um and it's obviously a desire to love and serve um and, but they do have a basic volunteer training that each affiliate provides and they think national has provided sort of a base model and 
most affiliates use that, but develop it in different ways, match the kinds of needs that their community um, have. So, yeah, they do do a basic volunteer training and um, some affiliates would offer specialist training along the way, for instance, if transport was a big um, need in the community, as it is in my community. Uh, you might be offering uh, special training in um, helping people, mobility and so on, helping people in and out of cars and whatnot. So depending on what the needs are, there can be specialist training that it mightn't be training that Link itself does, but might, they might tap into um, an agency that's offering that training and get volunteers to go along to that. So, but Link provides the basic volunteer training and others, other training as needed. Is it um, purely, you know, to serve and to meet the needs of the community? Is there, um, you know, what some might ask, you know, is there a, an evangelistic side to link or um, what's, is there a policy around sharing of the gospel? Or how, do, how does that kind of thing work? Yep, there, yep, there is. There's policy around that it's, link is not verbally evangelistic, um, if I can put it that way. So we say that we are there to be the hands and feet. But if a person raises a question about faith, about God, about why do you do this, then we can respond to that uh, and simply share our faith and why we do it. But we wouldn't initiate, we wouldn't initiate a person, um, we wouldn't initiate the subject unless the person had first done so. So it's not a matter of popping someone in your car and driving them for an hour and, <laughs> and uh, giving them a good dose of the gospel, um, that would really diminish our um, reputation in the communities. But it's certainly an honest and open response, and that does happen. With It happens many times, in fact, in Link Yarra Valley, which I've been involved with, for over 30 years, I see volunteers who were once people we were helping who are now part of the church and are engaged as volunteers themselves. So it certainly happens, and I believe it happens better when people observe that the love of God that is shown to them than it does when it's actually spoken, when it's not actually being asked for. So to me, that's a much bigger witness when someone... I can tell you another little story. Many years ago, we had a referral from a social worker and she rang in and she said, I've got this 16-year-old mum and new baby. She doesn't know what to do with it. She comes from a very dysfunctional family. Would there be a volunteer who would just go and visit her a couple of times a week and help her look after her baby? Well, we found a lovely young mum from the Anglican Church who also had a baby and uh, she went and she visited several times a week and, and was in contact constantly with this young mum. And, and uh, oh, about eight, nine months later, we got a phone call. I took the phone at the Yarra Valley and it was this young teenage mum. And she rang in. She said, I'm just ringing to say thanks sending carol she said i never knew anything about what god or jesus was like but i know about you i know what jesus looks like now because of carol mm. and i thought that says it all 
That's beautiful. That says it all. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you know you've been involved in Link in the Yarra Valley for decades, more than thirty years. Yeah. Uh, what was it that and you as you found brought the Link program to Yarra Valley? Mm-hmm. What was it that first prompted you to do that? Um, you know what? Um, yeah, what inspired you to to get this up and running in in your community? Yeah, it was an interesting um, sequence of events, I guess. I um, I was attending a local church. I've always sort of had a bit of a community focus and a, um, a passion for seeing Christians actively engaged in the community with need, people with needs. Mm. And a friend of mine from a different church and I used to meet together and we'd pray. And we we said one day, you know, wouldn't it be good? You know, your church is doing this little bit, our church is doing that little bit, and we don't know what that church is doing. Wouldn't it be good if we did something together? So we would actually just, we started praying for an inter-church caring thing, what we called it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, anyway, a few months later, we both started, we signed up to do a course that, Mount Evelyn Christian Fellowship on um, counselling, Christian counselling. And so we went along to the sessions and after a couple of sessions, the leader there who was teaching the course came up to me and he said, I don't know why, but I kind of feel compelled to give you this leaflet. And I hadn't said anything to him about what we'd been praying for. I just listened to the lectures. And he handed me a leaflet on Link. Now, Link had just started in New South Wales under the auspices of World Vision. It's a World Vision program that's been going about a year. And he, I don't know how he even came across the pamphlet, but here he was. He said, like, I think you'd be interested in this. So I picked it up and I read every word and I thought, yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, so I responded to the um contact on that pamphlet and spoke to the director, Lee Spence, and she said, well, I'm actually coming to Melbourne in a week. Shall we meet? So we met and the rest is history. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that sounds like a real God story, doesn't it? Yeah. God lining up um, your passion with um, with what yeah. he was wanting to do. Yeah. yeah. I, um, you know, 30 years is a fair amount of time and our nation has changed and communities have changed a lot in 30 years have you noticed that the needs of people in the community have have changed in that time and has link had to evolve to meet yes. those needs and can you speak to that for a little bit yeah yeah look certainly um needs have changed and certainly link one of our core values is that we're responsive and we're open to changing needs and to developing programs and and um, services to respond to them some of the needs basically are the same, the need for emergency relief, for food relief, and it goes through phases. And as you might guess at the moment, it's on the upswing mm-hmm. um, the cost of living. Um, some of those have remained, um, the need itself has remained stable, but it's been delivered in different ways perhaps. I mean, COVID certainly presented us with an opportunity to develop new ways of delivering services. But um, so... 
transport is another big need in the Yarra Valley um, and that's we've had to adapt um, around changes with that with our funding and so on that's been a, there have been a few challenges but with the emergency relief um, one of the interesting things is um, you know at one stage it was just food parcels and then we went through, we, we got government funding and we did food vouchers, bus parcels. But in the last three or four years in Linkara Valley, we've actually developed a fabulous fresh food, prog food program um, so that we um, have partnered with Aldi and um, other supermarkets and Second Bite. And we now have a fresh food program in five locations in the Yarra Valley. We're a very long, skinny valley that covers a lot of ground. <laughs> so we have a fresh food program in five locations where we distribute tons of fresh food and people can come and get there. And we've got, you know, relationships with local orchardists and so on. So we get some beautiful food and people can come and just um, choose what they need and take it away. And that, that operates every week in five locations. So um, that's, a, that's been a really brilliant program. And, um, yeah, we're very excited about that. It gives people lots of autonomy as well. They come and they choose what they want and what they need. And a lot of them end up volunteering as well for the program, which has been really fabulous. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you have to be a Christian to be a Link volunteer? Yes. The volunteers... Well, I'll qualify that. Nearly all of our volunteers are from actually from the churches. However, when we had our um, transport program, we had quite a big transport program at one stage, and um, we just couldn't re uh, recruit enough drivers from our local churches. So we did have some community-based um, transport volunteers that weren't members of churches, but um, you know, they went through a, a process of being made aware that we're a Christian organisation, these are our core values and so on, and they'd have to agree that they would uphold those values and, and so on. So, yes, we've had a few from the community, but by and large it is um, volunteers from the local churches. Hmm. And in terms of funding, is it funded by the member churches in that community or is there um, any kind of government funding involved? Or how does it how do, how are costs um, covered and, and funding raised? So each affiliate would be different. Um, so some affiliates um, uh, receive local government funding, and there'd be quite a few that receive local government funding to do particular services. Um, churches support. Um, probably in a smaller way financially, but then again, they do their heavy lifting with the volunteer support. Um, but yeah, it's they or some just fundraise themselves, but the costs are very different. It just depends. Some are totally funded, uh, some are totally run by volunteers. Um, most would be actually. There'd only be two affiliates I can think of where there's um, any paid staff um, so costs are not usually very high and you know the government local government grants for um, emergency relief or and 
um, transport are sometimes supporting those. Also, some get state um, funding and federal funding. Uh, so there's a, a wide variety across the board on, on how different affiliates fund themselves. I really liked the, you know, the purpose statement you have on, on your, the Link National website. And I'll just read it um, for those who are listening. The, the primary purpose of Link National is to relieve um, and alleviate suffering, poverty and distress in Australia by empowering Christians to express practical compassion and to love the poor and needy in their local communities. Uh, that's, that's a big vision. Um, you mentioned, you know, there's uh, Link um, are operating on the Eastern Seaboard in, what do you say, about 12 communities. Uh, is, is there a vision and a desire and ambition to see more established across Australia? And um, are you seeing that there is a hunger and a desire to, to take up this model? A, a very interesting question. So at one stage we had 20 in you know some ways it's um yeah the challenges i guess are different right now than what they were perhaps when most of these affiliates um began which most of them have been established for quite some time so um in the future look we would love to see more affiliates grow we'd love to see more people catch that vision um it's sad that we've lost so many and mostly it's just been due to um an aging volunteer base and aging churches and you know the things that have happened over time so that's very difficult but we would love to see um a new resurgence of um, churches really wanting to get out and serve at the grassroots level together mm -hmm. um that would be something that would be absolutely wonderful. You mentioned the challenges being different now. What, yeah, what are some of the challenges that you see or the roadblocks that you see to um, getting Link up and running in the current context? Like in 2023, starting them off now, what are the, what are the challenges or the, the things that... Or, yeah, I, I, some of the challenges are... Um, the whole sphere of volunteering has taken a great knock in the um, through COVID and so on. It's just much more difficult to get people motivated to go out and volunteer. Um, so that's been one of the issues. I think that the um, I don't see the desire for churches to be working together as strong as it once was for whatever reason that might be. I think sometimes um, many of the large churches have a, a feeling of their own sufficiency so that they can, they can do the task that's needed um, and some of the smaller churches struggle and think, we can't do it, we're all getting old and we're too small and so on. So there's those kinds of tensions, but um, 
Yeah, so I think that the context has changed. I think, you know, um, earlier on it was, there was, there, I, it just seemed to me that there was more um, openness for churches to work together 20 years ago than they, what there is now, but that could be changing and, and I, I really hope it is. Um, but, yeah, and they're just the, as I say, the whole volunteering thing is, taken a, a big bit over and that church is aging as well um you know i know that's not through every denomination but that can be that's an issue when they're lo losing the younger people and the, therefore the ability to be um actively engaged yeah. hmm. Hmm. that's fascinating for people who are intrigued by link and th think that it could be a great uh, addition to the ministry of the church in their community. What's the best way to find out more or to get in contact um, and to um, to sound out how it could work in their community? Best way is to um, either check out our website and go through the contact page there, or um, our, our emails on the website and phone number. And look, very very happy to talk with um, anyone who's interested. We've got a little bit of a booklet about how to establish a link network in your community, which we send out to you and, and talk to the person about that and uh, certainly support them in um, if that's the journey they want to take, which would be, yeah, wonderful. So we'd love to hear from anyone who's interested in, in starting a network in your area. Very good. And we'll post uh, links to... Uh, your website uh, with this video so people can easily access it. Um, Marilyn, thanks so much for your time today and talking about uh, this ministry. Um, sounds like a really wonderful and remarkable and simple and efficient way of linking the church with the community and it would be great to see a whole heap more established across Australia um, to meet the growing needs, I think, of, um, of communities ac across this nation. Um, so thank you very much, Marilyn. Thank you. Thank you very much.